Hi, Carrie. Hello, Benjamin. So we're back with another podcast. This is Sunday, October 29th. Yes, it is. Getting close to Halloween. In just a couple days. Yes. So today we were thinking about, you know, on our street here, the past five years since I moved in, it's gone to a completely different demographic. We had had a, a, a homeowner base in the neighborhood, and I'm talking like the next three or four blocks each way from us. Uh, and five years ago, they were in the 65-ish yes. age range. Yep. They were pretty much all retired in the in the neighborhood. So it was, it was a nice little retirement community almost where there was no kids. My kids, my two boys were the only two kids on the block. And in the last five years, boy, how that's changed. In the last year, that has changed. I I really noticed the change within the last year. Right. We've had a number of houses sell. Um, I believe there's a couple for sale right now, actually, and or in the middle of changing hands. In the middle of changing hands. So that's pretty cool. And we're curious to see who the new neighbors are. Yes. That should be interesting. Yes. So that kind of brought into a thought. And then with our boys going off to college and whatever not, that... You know, maybe you have a different need during different times in your life. Correct. Yes. So we're talking about downsizing. Downsizing, yes. You know, so originally when I bought this, the home that we currently live in, um, I bought it because it was so close to the schools. It was a half a mile from East Junior High, half a mile from the library, half a mile from the high school and food. So within a half a mile, I had all the needs that the children would need. So if I was at work and they needed to do some study and they needed a quiet place to study, wasn't that far away for them to walk. And if they needed, you know, we went through the last gallon of milk and didn't realize it, close to food so they can go and get some more food. And then we can teach them adult skills like go get your own gallon of milk. Here's five bucks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then they would usually come back with a gallon of milk and some candy. Yes. Yeah, like good children. Mm-hmm. Location's important. It is. And then also the size of the house. Uh, the size of the house that we're in now, it's a three-bedroom bath and a half-ish. It's a half, yeah. So a full bath, and then we've got another stool I'd say like a basement. quarter, yeah. yeah. Bath and quarter. Yeah. Is that a thing? Um, no. Not, we're, 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 no, we're, we're just going to go with, there's a stool in the basement, and... <laughs> Um, it's got a full bath, so I would technically consider this just to be a one-bath home. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Which worked for the, a family of four. Yes. Now, both boys had their own bedrooms, and the parents, you and I, had our own bedroom space, and we kind of just all shared the, the bath, which is fairly normal. Yes. I mean, the uh, living room is decently sized, for sure, and the kitchen is definitely adequate. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the full basement. So for us, this... Three bedroom, single bath with a stool in the basement. Kind of works out okay. Yes. I mean, I believe we've got about a 1,300 square foot home. Um, total square feet is going to be a little bit more than that. Pretty close to about the 2,000 square foot usable space. So, Yeah, which is good. The it's, a lar- have, it's a large home. Yeah. Kids can have their friend over. They're down in the basement playing or... Um, they don't want to interact with the other kids' friends, and some can be up in the room and the living room, and we're still not in everybody's way. Right. We end up in the kitchen, don't we? We usually always end up in the kitchen. Fantastic. Where we make wonderful drinks, including coffee, and today's drink is apple cider. Mm. Mauled apple cider. Yeah, it's fall. 
it's time for the brain out the apple cider, the good stuff. Definitely. Now, as the kids have moved away, you know, we're considering maybe this is a little bit too much space. Yes, definitely way too much space. The two bedroom that the boys use, we're probably not using one of them. One of them we did turn into the smaller one. We turned into an office. But as far as that last bedroom, really have not been using it. And granted, Matt hasn't come home from school yet. So that, you know, summertime is probably when that bedroom would be used more. But it's definitely a larger home than what we definitely need. And then I'm turning the basement into a little bit of a studio space, do some product photography, maybe some audio video recording. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we think through a you know, number of stages in life. So you've got your cute little young couple, if you want to roll it that way, you know, kind of the before kids. And they have You're a... just married. You know, we can call yeah. it, you know, the dating just married. You know, I just need a need a home. I would just want a home. I just want something cute, something small, something cozy that's just going to hug me every day. Small-ish, under a thousand square feet, two bedrooms, single bath type of thing? Yes. Yeah. They can grow into with their first child probably. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they'll move into something that they need more space for more children or a different lifestyle. It's a little bit of both. So it all depends upon what the lifestyle is going to go. If you know they're planning on having kids, they're going to want to have that extra space for all the baby toys. Or it could be, you know, those things where they could be housing foreign exchange students and doing some community service where their home is being used as as a as a base. So that way, you know, church groups, you know, have a special speaker come in. That's the family that, you know, gets the speakers and they kind of do a little bit of entertaining as far as like maybe long weekends. Okay. And then through your stages of life, you move to the empty nest stage when the kids are out, they're doing their own thing, but they haven't quite developed families yet. Correct. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at right now. We're the the empty nesters. We have a big house. Not sure what to do with it quite yet. And just kind of figuring out where to go. And then eventually we'll move on to the grandkids stage of life. Yes. Where you're going to be going back into the, we might be needing a little bit bigger of a home just because you're looking at, you know, got the kids, got them married. Now we've got the grandkids. Grandkids can even be the puppies. So we could have the dogs over and we're going to need space for the dogs. Yeah, that's true. And the host family functions, you know, getting out for Christmas and stuff or Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving and whatnot. I mean, right now we're looking at if we have Christmas just on my side alone, we're looking at about 15 I want to say 15, 15 to 17 people that we bring over, you know, for Christmas dinners. So we somehow managed to shove everybody in the basement. But then as those as the nephews and the one niece um, start having their own families and bringing friends over, you're looking at you're going to be, you know, hitting that 20, 20 person mark pretty quickly. Yep. Don't forget the one niece. That's for sure. Yes. The one niece is very important to to make sure. And she's so adorable. She is. So then we move on to uh, probably the later stage in life when those kids are grown closer to adulthood and we might be great grandparents, but certainly looking to the retirement home. Now the, the retirement home, and I mean, we're, we're not anywhere close to being old, but we can appreciate that our bodies aren't as young as they used to be. Correct. So having uh, more accessible housing would be a, an appropriate for later in life. 
uh, wider doorways, the wider doorways, the handicap accessible, you know, the no step in shower, the the stuff that you would think that you would want to have, you know, trying to find a home. There are some homes that are designed just for that, for that, that older, the 55 and above crowd that they already have. They're already built into it. So it's zero entry, zero steps into the home from the garage, from the, the street. That way, everything's all on one level, the wider doorways, the wider hallways or less of hallways. So maybe it just be you have your living room and everything off of the living room. You have a door to the bathroom, a door to the bedroom, maybe a second bedroom or even a study. That way, everything's kind of more of an, an open floor plan would be kind of what they would be looking at. And there are plenty of those options here in the Wisconsin Rapids area. Yes. All the way from a smaller footprint of a house through larger three and four bedroom houses and then into more handicap accessible or just generally accessible formatted houses. Um, looking back at uh, the beginning of this year, I think one of the first houses that you listed was um, somewhat similar to that. So it was a main room, the living room, and then just the short jaunt into a little alcove that had it wasn't really a hallway but straight into a bathroom and then mm -hmm. two doorways one on each side into the bedrooms correct it had a full basement so that was not quite accessible but still the the main living area was and that was pretty cool yes yep so you can def you can definitely help any buyer or any seller get into or out of a home that they need depending on different t parts of their life. Right. D different parts, you know, different times, you know, everyone's looking, you know, now that we're heading into the fall, we're coming up into the winter time, people are still looking at purchasing homes even during the winter time. So if you're still thinking about selling or thinking about listing or even think about buying, you know, we still have that winter period where people are still moving. So it's not a, we stop as soon as the snow hits the ground, we are Wisconsinites, we power through and we still move in the middle of winter. We will power through. That's right. We power through. Certainly. So part of this time of year, it's Halloween. Halloween's coming on Tuesday, like we said. Yes. Uh, when is trick-or-treating here in Wisconsin Rapids? Well, trick-or-treating, I'm going to have to Google this really quick because I want to make sure I get these times right. And I remember trick-or-treating. It was always right after school. You would just barely make it home and mom would shove you in the cute little costume that she made for you. Oh, yes, she did. That's my mother. My mother was a costume maker. Um, we wanted to make sure that it fit for sure. And here's a quick tip. If you're looking for costumes for this year, get your child in some warm clothes and then put the costume over the top of everything so you know that it'll fit. So some of the, the younger parents or first parents doing costumes, that's a big tip it'll make everything go a lot easier now not just trick-or-treating here in wisconsin rapids but there's trick-or-treating over in the different parts of the county so up marshfield and stevens point is not too far away and then we've got port edwards nakusa i believe auburndale has their own rudolph i believe is tonight so there's a okay. lot of lot of areas you can so go. wisconsin rapids our trick-or-treating hours are gonna be from 5 p.m to 7 p.m on tuesday and if you wanted to jump around and wanted to head down to Nakusa to see what they are going to be doing, Nakusa's is from four until seven. So you could start in Nakusa, get a little bit of practice in while it's still light out, and then head up to Rapids to finish off the evening. Port Edwards, we mentioned Port Edwards because they are right next door to us. 
They're also from five until seven. That's not too bad. No. You have a couple hours, whichever way, and definitely, you know, all the communities head out and uh, find some friends to go trick-or-treating with. Now, a tradition at, our, at this house for doing trick-or-treating, we always do it right at the end of the sidewalk. So that way the kids don't have to worry about walking up those steps in those nice Halloween costumes. We also do the hot chocolate. Are we going to be doing hot chocolate again this year? Yeah, I think we can do that. We'll, okay. we'll set up a little hot chocolate buffet. Yeah, last year it went over really good. So mm-hmm. we always had, had hot chocolate mm-hmm. out there, especially for the cold days. And that way, if you need something warm and toasty to drink, you're more than welcome to come and grab some hot cocoa. Exactly. And then uh, did it end the spirit walk? Was that the last night was last night? Yes, the last night was last so. night. Yeah. How did you like that? Oh, good. We went over to the Wakely House down in uh, Nakusa. Is that uh, Point Bass? Yes. Point Bass. Okay. And it was great. We, we toured the Wakely Estate, which dated back to the 1840s. It was one of the old oldest houses in the state and the historical register, especially of that type of house that we've we learned about. And then we got educated with a number of different events throughout that era and a, a lot of history of the Wisconsin Rapids area mm-hmm. area too. Excuse me. <coughs> it was fun. It was quite the interesting event. Yes. Yep, and their next event is going to be in December when they do their Christmas. So they decorate all the houses that they had out there into a Christmas theme. And we go around and, again, kind of a little bit of the history and stuff like that, but see how Christmas was celebrated back in the 1800s. Well, that'd be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed the cabins and the buildings are quite smaller than what we're used to now. Yes. Uh, The bunkhouse that they had just built, I guesstimate it maybe... 350 maybe 400 square feet and they housed quite a few people and and a family or two in there as well yes so even the wakeley house the large farmhouse once you get inside it it's not as big as what you might think but they certainly made do back then yes they did a lot of time spending outside i think the only time you were indoors is when you were sleeping i noticed the majority of the main floor is taken up by the kitchen so that's a theme I think that we're continuing on the, in these days is the kitchen being the focus of the home. Yes. I mean, especially in, in this house when all the kids are home, we're not in the living room sitting around talking. We actually do a lot of just sitting around the kitchen table, talking in the kitchen and conversing here right in the kitchen. So having a house that we have, the size that we have, I mean, our kitchen, it's just it's a simple kitchen. You know, it's nothing, nothing big, but a lot of family events happen in this kitchen. They say the kitchen is the heart of the home, I believe. Yes, it is. Uh, definitely and true. everything passes through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's about it for this week. I encourage everyone to get out and do some trick-or-treating, meet some new friends, especially if your neighborhood has as much family changeover as our has. Yes, it'll be nice to have, well, hopefully have a little bit more children because it seems to be... Yeah. The way that this, the, the neighborhood is forming. So may have to go get some more candy. Oh, fantastic. Def- for the children. Oh, oh, okay. For the children. For, for the children. For the children. <clears throat> Just remember to get stuff that you like in case you don't have the children or you're waiting for the children. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. So we'll see everybody on the next podcast. All right. Make sure you have a great Central Wisconsin Day. You too. 
Wait, I thought that's your line. Oh, it is? Well, you guys all have a great Central Wisconsin day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.